You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. There it is. There it is. And here we are. Welcome to another after show for Dallas Season 3. This is Episode 8, I believe. Are we 7 or 8? 7, I think. 7? Nobody wrote it on the board for me, so I'm not really sure what the episode's titled or what episode it is. Episode 8, where there's smoke. (laughs) There we go! Thank you, Roya! See, if it wasn't for Roya, we would... Would be lost. Yes. Or you would have it on the board. Or be on the board. (laughs) Um, I'm AJ Gibson, joined by Dorinda Barker. Kelly is out. She's sick. She has strep throat. She sure does. And this is one of the reasons why we're running a little late, only because we were trying to figure it out. We wanted her to be here for the mid-season finale, but she's contagious. Yeah, so we couldn't get her in the studio. We thought we weren't going to do it tonight. We thought we were going to wait a couple of days to all get back together. That didn't happen. So, because of that, we're starting late and we're ending early. So, no. Uh, it's going to be a quick show tonight, you guys. So, uh, bear with us. We're going to plow through some of this. Uh, but it's a huge episode. Yeah. And, um, obviously. And we'll make it up when we come back. Yes. Yes. In August. August. August 18th, I think it said. 18. a long time. That is too long of a time. Especially after this episode. Yeah. A lot can happen in that many months. So, we may be back. I'm just kidding. We love you. We'll be back. <laughs> So, the episode starts off with Elena pacing. She's finally having some second thoughts. A lot of things, I'm just going to call it, and I think we all did, but I'm just going to toot my own horn really quickly. I called everything that happened to this episode all season long. I just did. I did. Elena is now having second thoughts. Yes. She's feeling guilty. She's feeling alienated. She's, uh, you know, turned her back on the family that she's known for all these years, and she's starting to question it, which I like, because there hasn't been a lot of depth yes. to her character this season. Yeah. Yes, I like the fact that she's changing, you know, not changing her tune, but seeing a different side. I mean, she should have done this a little bit. Well, what she's yeah. doing is very JR. It's very JR-esque. And yeah. She doesn't understand that. And I think she's starting to realize it now that she's only doing what he did all those years. And two wrongs don't make her right, Elena. They just don't. Um, I yes, like that she's figuring it Randomly, out. later in the episode, I have to bring this up before I forget it. Um, somebody called her Ellie. Oh, her mom called her Ellie, or somebody called her yeah, Ellie? Yeah, uh, Drew. Drew called her Ellie, which yeah, I Drew. thought was adorable. I yeah. never put two and two together. Yeah. Miss Ellie, Elena, Ellie. Got it? I know, it was cute. I love And the, the look on your face, too, was like, Ellie. Yeah, it's like a light turned on. <laughs> uh, then we got John Ross building a master suite for his bride. This open to this episode was just brilliant, I think. Um, and Bobby first confronts him outside. He says, over my dead body, boy. Um, and then... As this is happening, John Ross has rose petals laid out from their bedroom where Pamela is sleeping all the way down to to the new addition that's going to go on South Fork. Yes. And they just had this night of love making together when she didn't realize she'd gotten the text message, the video from Joaquin the yes. night before of her husband inside another woman with with Emma having sex with Emma yeah on a couch and now go home and kiss your wife yeah so she didn't see the message the night before the next morning she wakes up and she's holding the phone in her hand we're wondering when she's going to look at it Uh, she sees the rose petals as a romantic gesture and then as 
it was beautifully done. I think the scene was um, as she's seeing this video. She's standing amongst these rose petals, like like blowing in the wind, and uh, she's realizing that her husband is scum. Yeah, it was beautifully shot, by the way. Yeah, I like when they do kind of like a little bit artistic scenes like this. Yeah, whoever does, and they did it even last, it was last season where they're standing, where there's him and JR were standing, or the end of the first season. Yeah. They were standing and looking over Dallas. Yeah, I like that one too. That, yeah, there is some. Oh, and then the one with that weird endangered bird in the cage. I'm just kidding. With the GoPro. Oh, well, actually, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, we got some hits, we got some misses. Exactly. Win some, you lose some, Dallas. Uh, so then we've got Christopher having nightmares um, about his fight with Drew, probably also having nightmares about uh, the fact that his children are dead, the fact that he's lost everything. Um, he's going through a lot right now. Uh, and then he goes out to Heather, who is feeding cows. He offers her some hot chocolate. Uh, he tells her he's ready. You know, he, 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 wants to, he wants to go all in with her. She says she's afraid to break her son's heart, which I'm glad she said because we talked about this recently. And... It bothers me. It bothered me the last couple of weeks that he's ready to like play house. He's ready to move yes. in. He lost his his unborn children. He's ready to move in with this woman who has a grown son, and all of a sudden be like a dad to this kid. That's not how it works. And it seemed the first few episodes that she wasn't being a very responsible mother. Um, and I, as as a child of a single mother, um, I respect and love my mom so much for being very. Uh, very cautious with us as children not bringing men around and i think it's really important not to do that with the kids yes. and i love that she said to him she's like look as much as i want you in my life in my bed um you know my son comes first i thought i, I thought that was nice yes. i really like annalyn mccord on the show she's doing a great job yeah. and we were I, i'll keep saying it she looks fantastic. great as we're gonna, yes, i know I she gonna say needs that. to keep yeah. that she, she doesn't look so harsh she's got to work on the uh, southern twang a little bit the accent's a little, yeah. a little dicey uh but uh she, either no, she's do great. it or don't do it that's yeah. the way i feel like some don't do it not. at all yeah she really went for it but yeah. she is a ranch hand so she's a little more uh, uh but uh so then we've got uh um she finds out while she's with him that her son is kidnapped kind of taken from school by Bo, his father not technically kidnapping since it is his father but the kid yeah. is, is missing right uh then we find out pamela disappears um uh, bum calls john ross about candace so that sends john ross off to, you know looking for candace not paying attention to the fact that his wife never responded to the text or never showed up outside he's a little bit of a uh He's a little egotistical. He focuses on himself a lot, and I think that uh, that's uh, that's how Pamela got to where she gets to later in the episode. Yes, um, young and dumb. Yeah. Then we find uh, Drew finds his mother at the farmer's market. She's shopping for produce to make some delicious food, I'm sure. Yes, empanadas. Empanadas, yeah. She's making empanadas. Empanadas. Uh, then we've got Anne and Sue Ellen talking about um, the sober coach. She's asking her if it's going well for Sue Ellen. She says, yeah, as well as it can. We have some things in common. I can relate to her. So as Sue Ellen works on the sobriety, because uh, she's only out on a favor to Bobby and Anne, yes. uh, she's supposed to be in the uh, in the hospital right now. Uh, it's going well. Some at the beginning of the episode, yes. and then AJ gets his wish. Uh, so <laughs> as they're talking, though, uh, Sue Ellen looks over and she sees water coming out um, from underneath the door in the bathroom. They go in there, and it's Pamela. She filled up the tub. I don't understand. I feel like was she trying to like. I don't understand why she filled up the tub. She filled up the tub. She's holding on to it. There's water everywhere. She's got her phone in one hand. Okay. Here's my thing. Because she was pretty much in a catatonic state when they found her. My personal... When you're filling up a tub like that, you're going to do something that 
Or you're going to drown yourself. Yeah, you're going to drown. Or electrocute your, yourself. Or. Or something. Yeah, you're, yeah. And, but I don't understand. She didn't do those things. Um, unless she thought the phone was going to electrocute her in the tub. I, th- <laughs> I, don't I think know. she got there and then all of a sudden she just froze. froze yeah. I think, yeah. you know, she's just in a state of shock. She, why would she think that? Yeah. So they find her. Yeah, they, they found her. Um, and I think they realized, you know, in that moment that she knows everything. She, she shows Sue Ellen in the video and Anne. Um, what that must be like, first of all, for, for Anne to see this, to see like her daughter is the girl in the video that, yes. that Pamela's husband is cheating with. And then for Sue Ellen to know that this is exactly what I was trying to protect you from. I want to talk about that very quickly because we are doing such a short show. Uh, do we agree with the fact that Sue Ellen and Anne kept this information from Pamela, knowing Sue Ellen and Anne's background? Do you think it's ever okay to keep something like that from your, your daughter, your friend, somebody who is being cheated on? Do you think it's, or do you think you step in? It's dicey. Depen- it's di- Here's the thing. It's dicey. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point, some of us have been in, put in that position. Right. More, not more times than not, but more of us have than mm-hmm. the latter. And I think you have to look at the situation and say, what is in it? Not what is in it for me, but is it? are you really helping the person yeah. or are you really destroying? Yeah, a lot of times it's your own ego. Your own ego yeah. at play. And you feel like if you tell them... You're doing them a favor when really you just want to get it off your chest. You don't want to deal with it anymore. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's okay, I think, to kind of just let them figure it out on their own, which is, I think, what Sue Ellen and Anne were trying to do. Um, but then but, I don't think they should have said that they knew. Yeah, then you just never let no, them know. No, you just yeah, you keep that from lip. her to the grave. Uh, so that goes down. And when the moment when real when um, Pamela realizes that they did know, she just she the, the look of fire in her eyes. She very quickly comes out of a catatonic state, and she's just furious, right? Not happy. Um, and then Sue Ellen and Anne slightly after are talking about this, this situation and they're overheard by Bobby again, something else I've called all season long. Mm-hmm. I knew there's going to be another rift between Bobby and Anne because it happened uh, last year when he found out about Emma and they kind of never really touched on that again. You know, they've kind of stayed yeah. over there fine now. Um, he, <laughs> Sue Ellen tries to say, look, look, Bobby, it wasn't, it wasn't Anne that kept the secret. It was for me. I did this because I didn't want to hurt Pamela. I didn't want her, the things that happened to me with JR to happen to her with my son, right? Bobby has one of the best one-liners of the episode. He looks right at Sue Ellen in the eyes. He goes, with all due respect, Sue Ellen, you are not my wife. And she just shut up. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, I mean, he he he, uh, he let her know what's up. I like that. Because he was being a man. Like, yeah. I understand what you're trying. Yeah. 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 And But Bobby's thinking... He gets so mad at Anne for keeping something from him again. And he also thinks that Emma is the one who sent the video, which is not the case. But he no. doesn't know that right now. Emma, I feel like, for all of her conniving ways, she is still a little girl. And I think she's getting in over her head, especially at the end of the episode. And um, right now, because Bobby decides to kick her off South Fork. And he tells Anne, she's Ryland's, Ryland's issue now, right? He needs to keep her safe. Yeah, she's Which gone. leads to what I've been calling all year. Then, moving on... Um, they're looking for, for Michael, the son. They haven't found him yet. John Ross goes to Candace, uh, realizes she's moving. Candace was the secretary who was trying to sleep with him. Um, he figures it all out. He puts it all together and says, listen, work with me. I'll pay all your bills. You can keep this swanky apartment that a hooker like you never could have afforded. Hookers do make good money, but I don't think they make that good of money. In Texas especially, maybe. Well, it depends what kind of hooker she is. Yeah. I think she... I, she's pretty. She is pretty to be a high end hooker. Yeah, she's. And yeah. if she's with one of Judith's Judith's yeah. girls, yeah, Judith's Judith's girls, girls. yeah, sure. Yeah. I hear you. I, I would you. think that she's making some money, but I don't know. I'm sure 
though that that apartment was nice. It would, was almost like a house. Would you would you be high end hooker? Or would you be a little bit a little bit low brow? Oh, if I was ever to do it, I'd be high end. Oh yeah, I think oh, I'd, yeah. I think I'd probably be high end. I think I would yeah. assume I would be. Oh, I sure would be. Yeah, I could probably I could probably get a pretty penny. No. Yeah, I'm pretty. Low end is the best though. It's more fun. Low end. Yeah, oh, but you don't well, make yeah. the money. The only reason you're a hooker is to make money. Yeah, she 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 does make a valid point though. It is fun to be a low end hooker. hooker. That was I mean that was my early twenties. Oh. It's been a while. Things have changed. <laughs> I know the game has changed, but um, yeah. <laughs> never knowing whose car you're getting into. <laughs> Look, I've had enough sex, enough decent or bad sex in my life for free. Not got a penny for uh, it. I mean, hey, listen, low end still, you know, they still paying their bills. It that's true. So um, so he figures all it out and he works works that out with Candace, right? Uh, Elena and mom are talking. Elena's lying to everyone. She's telling her mom she has no idea that Drew's back in town. Elena's just getting in over her head. She's lied to every single person now. She's alienated herself, cut herself off from the Ewings, and now from her own mother. And she has no idea where Drew is. She has no control over him. She thinks Joaquin is her her ally, but Joaquin is is not even... He's working with the drug cartel. He's working with other people. And he's yeah. not interested in the same things that she's interested in. Or at least going about it the same way. Right? Yes. So... And also, she doesn't realize he's still with his wife, down in Nuevo Laredo. So, Ugh. she's in over her head right now. Uh, finally, Judith enters the episode, and uh, John Ross goes to her house. Uh, to the To the, yeah, to the, the, what is it called? I want to call it a whorehouse, but it's really pretty. It's a lot nicer than a whorehouse, I would assume. It's their house that she has made it into a whorehouse. Wait, would it be the, what, what is it, the best little whorehouse in Texas? Yes, it's a great movie. Oh, oh and a great play. Adios is the best little whorehouse in Texas. I need to watch it. I think I saw it when I was a kid. It's, it's been a Dolly while. Parton and Burt Reynolds. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yes, I know anything that Dolly Parton's in, even yeah. Rhinestone. Oh, you guys, And I'll forgive her for that. You guys see some similarities with you and Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Hi. Ladies, and so, you know my dad's bar- uh, my dad is born on the same day. Him and Dolly are same age, same day. Oh wow! And my mom's one of ten kids. God too. gave us two gifts on the same day. I know. <laughs> so uh, he threatens to uh, John Ross threatens to expose her and Harris Ryland, send them off to jail for trying to get him to have sex with a sixteen year old, for running a whorehouse, all these other yeah. things, right? Um, and she looks at him. She goes, "I don't mean to be too old fashioned, young boy, but what are your intentions with my granddaughter?" Oh, Judith. Judith, Judith, she Judith. She's just, she's everything. Well, he says to her, he's like, I'm going to be real honest with you. They're not noble. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Okay, cool. He wants to put it to it. And she's not cool with that. He leaves. And it turns out that she had Emma behind the secret bookshelf, which I love. They have these secret doors. She pushes buttons everywhere and like doors are opening. <laughs> um, Emma comes out and uh, she explains to Emma that you need to keep a leash on this man's neck. Men who have power. They also prefer to have a leash around their necks. They prefer to have a woman who's a little bit controlling. Yes. Yes. So it's very true. So a we don't know where Emma's head is right now, but uh, yeah, strong men like strong women or yes. strong men to uh, to yes. kind of keep them on their game. Yep. Mm. I mean, I, I can agree with that. It's it's true. So Drew wants blood. He goes to Joaquin. Joaquin doesn't want to go about it quite the same way. No. Because uh, Drew literally wants blood. Drew runs off. He's gone. We know something's happening right now. Uh, Bobby and Christopher, uh, they get a hold of the sheriff. He comes out. Um, he finds out that Michael, uh, Heather's son, is at the rodeo. So they're heading there. Yes, right? they go so to the So they're rodeo. leaving South Fork. Um, everybody's like going away from South Fork right now, um, leaving Sue Ellen home alone. Because then Anne goes to Harris Ryland. Uh, Emma calls John Ross, invites her, invites him to go to the Omni Hotel, which I love because the Omni Hotel is at the beginning of the credits and it's yes. been there for, yeah. So, I love course, the Omni, and the Omni's yeah. hotels everywhere, always so nice. Well, that's where, uh, Oprah, Oprah's guests stayed at the, um, All Sweet Omni Hotel. 
Yes, on, they did. On, in the heart of I just, stayed, on, I just stayed at the one in San Francisco. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, uh, Judith tells Harris uh, there's a problem that he needs to get Emma under control and get the John Ross up. Uh, you know, eighty six the John Ross situation. Correct. Yes. So fast track to the rodeo. Michael's fine uh, and. Bo's brother. Bo's brother, who's a buddy of yours, yes, actually, in Steve real life. Walters. Congrats. So excited for you. Um, he is, he tells basically, Christopher, he's like, look, dude, you, first of all, you took you took the guy's job. You're taking his family now. Like, he's yeah. pissed off. And now, he got in a fight with five police officers, which, how do you run away from that? I'm not sure. I haven't been enough of these fights, I guess. Because boy, Bo is, is superhuman. Yeah, apparently, because uh, Christopher took him down the night before, and Christopher is a pretty boy. <laughs> Really. He used to be. He used to be the gardener. Eva Longoria's gardener on Desperate Housewives. Exactly. So I mean, to be honest. Um, so, but they tell him both headed to South Fork. Right? Yeah. We, things are boiling up. Right. Uh, Elena, she's unraveling. Joaquin calls her um, Ellie. Oh, I like there. He pokes holes in her diaphragm, which I thought was okay, really, really super creepy. Okay, we need creepy. to stop at that one just for. Let's. Yeah, take we have about thirty minutes. Yeah, but let's go there for eight yeah, seconds. Go. That's the most disturbing. Creepy. Thing creepy disturbing and as it was happening ask AJ I was like no I was like what is that where no. does it go I'm just kidding and, he, and I was that's I was like nasty. that's so nasty and on top of it he already has kids and he is married uh, yeah. disgusting and girl, why does he want to do that I don't, because, I don't oh, understand yet it's creepy I, know, um, I knew a girl in college who booked holes in condoms and, and her boyfriend found out it was a mess oh yeah so oh, that that people. happens um and oh, in that same scene, she uh, he's trying to console her and says, uh, um, "What is it? Uh, what can I? How can I call you down? Call me down?" She says she'd like some bacon and cheese on white toast because that's the first thing she had when she went to South Fork. That was a weird statement. That- Who ever wrote that line and thinks that made any sense? It made no sense to me. But so then we've got uh, Anne. She goes to Ryland in tears. Of course, he tells her to be angry with him, not with Bobby, not with uh, any, not with Emma, not with anybody else. He takes all the blame. Right. Invites yeah. her in for a drink. There it is. Called it all season long. Ryland and Anne are going to get back together, at least for a little bit, I think. Yeah, um, I think something's going to happen there. He's going to put it to it. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> she tells Ryland she's always been afraid of the house where they are. He apologizing. Um, he apologizes for his mother being so controlling all these years and being the reason she's afraid. Um, I wrote down, is he playing Anne? He could be. I'm not sure. They kiss. I uh, don't. I think with Anne, that's his kryptonite. Yeah, I think. I possibly, believe that Anne is his kryptonite. I believe so too. But I, I think that his mom's also his kryptonite, and his mom yes. is watching from the window, which is really, really creepy. Oh, Moving on. So flowers Pamela, in the attic. She's in the yard in a daze. Uh, Sue Ellen goes to her, tries to talk to her, um, and we're, I'm thinking Pamela might come around. Right? No. She looks at uh, Sue Ellen. She goes, um, "I'm sorry, Sue Ellen. I'm not a weak, sniveling drunk like you." She tracks down Ross's phone or John Ross's phone to the Omni Hotel. She goes there. Sue Ellen starts drinking. Amen. Um, she finds him at the hotel. Right. So, we're at the hotel. It's John Ross and Emma at this point. Um, she has that damn green lingerie on again, which is so hot. Um, but she's not the only one who's wearing it. We don't find that out for a minute, but she's not the only one. Pamela uh, walks into the hotel watching John Ross, her husband, about to have sex with um, Anne's daughter, Emma. We love you, Emma Bell. Um, yes. But you're a hoe. And she kind of looks. She does, what, she does one of these. And, like, turns her head to the side, kind of exorcist It was style. kind of, like, and then Creepy. she puts her hand in her pocket. And we think she's going to pull out a gun, right? Ugh. She doesn't pull out a gun. Here is, this is the best cliffhanger that I think that, that the new show Dallas has done so far, partially because I'm a little bit kinky and a little bit, uh, mm, I'm just kinky. Um, instead of pulling out a gun, she undoes the jacket. She's got the same green lingerie on, and she wants to have a three-way. I mean, I did not see that one coming. I thought no, somebody was getting shot. I thought I Emma thought, was getting shot. Yeah. 
I was you once again, guys. I wish they had a camera in there for us because we're like, <gasps> no. That would be way more entertaining than the shit we do in here. Yeah. For sure. Oh. So they they get it on right. John Ross looks confused for a little bit while, kind of like I'm not really sure. Like he still has this weird thing about his woman, kind of the way Jr. always did about Sue Ellen. Yeah. At the same time though, I think he's kind of turned on by it, right? Um, and then, of it course, feels bad. Too. Then they do a montage. They start to have this threesome, and then also they show um, Elena having a uh, having sex with Joaquin. Ooh. And then the song "Break On Through" comes playing on, which I thought was hilarious. Yes. Um, <laughs> diaphragm hashtag diaphragm. There it is. That's the, that's the hashtag for the night. Um, and then Sue Ellen's just an absolute train wreck, and she's passed out. And all of a sudden, this the entire episode ends with Pamela starting to gasp for breath. Like on the ground, looks like she's dying. It looks John like Ross she's goes. To her. Yeah. yeah, John Ross goes to her. There's an empty pill bottle laying next to her. She must have taken a bunch of pills and planned on going over there, doing this, and then you know calling it quits on the floor. And while this is happening, Bobby and Christopher go back to South Fork because they know that Bo is heading there. They try to save Sue Ellen. They go inside to get her, and after they find her on the floor, they get hit by falling debris because the place is on fire. Bo must have set the place on fire. because oh, there's Bo. He was standing outside. But that might be what they want us to think. It could be Drew. Oh. Mm, there it is. That's Dallas in 20 minutes or less, ladies and gentlemen. Huh. Predictions. Predictions real quick. Ten seconds to go. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think Sue Ellen's going to get out of this just fine, but I think she's going to be maimed some way. Oh. Oh, and I like, oh, that would be nice. Like a little crippled, like, walk or something. Yeah. Would be fun. She could yeah, pull that off. for sure. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that they're going to blame, I, I don't know. It could be Sue Ellen who started the fire. I, think I don't it could, think Sue it could have, Ellen She could have been drunk, it. did something, knocked over a candle and started the fire, and maybe mm. Drew and Bo are there and they might get blamed for it, but... Ryland's putting it to Anne. That's happening. We're not going to know for sure until August. But, you guys, we want to thank you so much for stopping by. We will be back in August to recap the show in its entirety. Um, until then, where can all of our viewers and listeners follow you on social media? Okay, on Twitter, you can follow me at Lula Cherry Films, And on Instagram, you can follow me at DorindaB1. You guys, uh, yes? Yes. I thought you had something else to oh, say. Oh, no. And Kelly, by the way, keeps tweeting like crazy. Kelly, we miss you. We love you, Kelly. Get we better. Love you. Tweet her. Uh, you guys can follow me on all social media at underscore AJ Gibson. Check out my website, AJGibson.tv. We made it. We're only two minutes over. We're caught back up. You're welcome. Uh, until next time, you guys, take care. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.